Welcome back to the Colorado Springs Business Podcast. My name is Andrew Hasley, and I am the host of the show. Uh, today we are sponsored by Vehement Visuals, which is my video production company, and uh, we produce videos for uh, for businesses. Essentially, we help tell their stories, but we also help automate certain processes that they might have uh, find themselves telling, uh, doing over and over and over again. We can automate certain things with video, and it's about strategy. Uh, the videos that we do for the companies that we work for. Our, our goal is to get a result, an ROI, not just to make a pretty video. And uh, yeah, um, I figured, you know, I, st- I might as well start promoting my, my business at the beginning of every, so every episode because it's the only reason the show exists is because of my business, honestly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's the first sponsor. The second sponsor is actually uh, the Colorado Springs Business Podcast. Uh, we uh, do ads at the beginning of every episode. So if you'd like me to read a 15-second to a minute-long ad script uh, promoting your business, reach out to cosbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. And the third uh, advertisement that we have for today is promoting the, the Colorado Springs Business Podcast Patreon page. It's a, it's a membership platform for creators, for shows, uh, for content creators that really can help monetize their, their efforts that they put into their work. And... But I don't want it to feel like a donation platform. That's that's one thing when I went into doing creating this uh, Patreon. It's not a donation platform. Uh, there's membership uh, levels where you get extra bonus content each month uh, in in the form of either videos, in the form of either actual like physical content that you get just for being a patron of the show. Uh, for helping showing your support for the show, we want to help you. Uh, we want to provide a service back. So it's just an extra layer that the Colorado Springs Business Podcast has. And that's all the uh, sponsorships we have uh, for today. I'm going to introduce our guest. Today we have on Matt McDonald with Peaks Welding and Machining. Is that right? Or sh- Peak, singular. Peak. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm all, I always mess up one with syllable. <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah, tell us uh, what, what you do in, in a sentence or two. Um, I provide custom fabrications and mobile welding. Um, so the fabrications would be like handrails, window wall mm-hmm. covers, uh, trailer repairs, whatever kind of crazy thing you broke, it needs fixed. And uh, the mobile work is usually commercial. I'm a D1.1 certified structural uh, structural certified welder. So I can do on commercial job sites and uh, uh, for inspection and that kind of thing. Well, I can't wait to get into that in this episode. And I'm going to roll the intro music. This is a show where we have real conversations with entrepreneurs and business owners who are mostly in Colorado Springs, doing things in the community of Colorado Springs. Okay, man, I'm excited to to really figure out uh, what you do because it's it's something that I've never really uh, had in in any experience in, and I'm I'm very interested about learning what different businesses uh, do, you know. So, yeah. so what got you started in, in, in welding, essentially? We'll, we'll start there. <laughs> um, I needed a job. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was in Garden City, Kansas when I started welding um, and went to work for a company that made cattle feeders and uh, didn't know anything about it. And uh, so they just trained me on the job and I was, you know, that's just how I started out. Um, but I've been a machinist over the years. I've been in manufacturing almost 30 years overall. So. Oh, wow. Okay. And manufacturing, what is that? Well, to manufacture a product, um, I started out initially as an assembler at a place called Diddy Web Press in Emporia, Kansas, and we made printing presses. And that was my first manufacturing job. Uh, first Screen place. printing presses or? Uh, uh, no, this would be like the high-speed Like newspapers? Presses. Like 
smaller scale. Okay. And uh, they were a very large company at one time, and uh, but they do not exist anymore. Okay. But uh, that's where I started learning how to be a machinist. And um, from there, I ended up going into welding. I, I mean... It's it's a long story, you know. I've done a lot of different things over the years. So. Well, we we got we got time for those long stories. That's <laughs> what these long podcasts are for. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, when I started out at Diddy's, uh, I was a similar temp, and they said uh, after six months, they're like, "Well, we'll move you over to the machine shop. You seem like you're doing all right." So I went over there and started learning basic machining. Uh, give a shout to my buddy Steve Trussell. He was like my mentor and still a really good friend of mine, and. Uh, as he put it, um, I was the only guy not drooling on himself in the in the group. So he started showing me how to do more stuff and, you know, learning how to run more equipment and everything. And uh, But eventually that job uh, did end because it was a temp job. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, for the welding, I had moved out to Garden City, Kansas. And uh, like I say, I started working for this company that uh, made cattle feeders. My brother got me the job, uh, Sean McDonald. Uh, he was selling them uh, a water filtration system, and they were looking for welders. And he said, well, I think my brother can do that. So he yeah. gave me a call, and it was a raise. I was like, all right. And within, I was there a year, uh, about a year. But I went from not knowing how to weld to doing conveyors, then to making augers, then to working on the shells, and then eventually doing prototype work. Or um, the machining background kind of came in for that, and but then I prototype work for uh, clients or what it was they had a uh, they were doing a new type of a mixer for this feeder. This is uh, mm-hmm. something that mixes all the grain and the hay together and everything when they went dump it in, at a mm-hmm. cattle yard. And so they were doing. Uh, Did high, they eventually like uh, sell that? Uh, pro- make it an actual product and sell it? Yeah, they they were. It was in more of a prototype type stage at that mm-hmm. time, and I was helping them with you know building some new. Yeah, yeah. You know, helping change it a little bit so it would work better and that kind of thing. So it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, adva- you know, welding was something I took to pretty pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, um, but ended up going back to Diddy's and working there for a couple of years uh, as a machinist full time. P, uh, P Diddy? Uh, no, no, this is uh, <laughs> yeah, it's Diddy Web Press. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> they uh, eventually went out of business and uh, ended up in Kansas City. Nice. Um, uh, working up there at a couple of different places. I was there for about 10 years, uh, mostly welding, but I did some machining mm-hmm. as well. And uh, um, started into management, you know, around 2005, 2006, after I got my business degree. And, okay. Uh, at a place called SOR in Lenexa, Kansas, and a really great place to work. Had a lot of good friends there and a lot of fun projects at that place. But uh, kind of how my management in uh, manufacturing started, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, I ended I th- up in Tulsa. Oh yeah. Short time. Then <laughs> out here, uh, working for uh, a couple companies in 2014, I, I got laid off from a machining job and I decided, um, that was so, after you landed here in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, uh, that's how I kind of ended up starting my business. So I was out of work and buddy of mine, uh, Andy, uh, gave me a call. He owns a hotel here in town. We gotta so, get this mic uh, more in front oh, of you. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, he called me up. Said, "Hey, uh, I need somebody to make handrails, redo the handrails at my hotel." So that's how I started with the business. And, okay. Uh, yeah, that was in April of 2014, and I got licensed in uh, July. So he so. you he gave you you had work before you even had the idea of starting the business. No, no, no. This, okay. This happened. I had just gotten laid off. It was like well, two weeks later. Okay. I got called. I 
I was remodeling a bathroom, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. And uh, so that's how I got started. Yeah, like, yeah. But what I mean is, like, you you got laid off and, and this work came your way and you're like, okay, so start a business. Or was it like, I'm going to start, you got laid off, it, I'm going to look for my own work? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really know what I was going to do with it at first. Okay. I just knew that um, it, it kind of fill in some spots until I figured out what I was going to mm-hmm. do. Because uh, I didn't know if I wanted to go back into management. I had stepped away from that for a while. And, uh, you know, I didn't know if that's what I wanted to do or not. But I had always kind of thought about starting a business. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting a business is kind of scary. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> but it kind of fell on my lap. and. So that's how we started. And you needed to make ends meet, and oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So these handrails, uh, when you make them, uh, this this was your first project here in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you mean handrails? Like you're just you're making like the the rails that go downstairs, the rails that go go like is was it one project? Well, okay, um, you got to get into a little bit of technical differences between Let's do it. <laughs> a guardrail and a handrail, or what we call a grab rail. Um, a handrail is something, it's something you grab onto that is between 34 and 36 inches. So let's say you're on a commercial place, you're going into the mall. Mm-hmm. You ever gone along, you see the pickets, and then there's something to grab onto on the inside? Well, that's a grab rail. Okay. It has between 34 and 36 inches. That yeah, because part, they have the fence on the bottom, and then they have the raised part where it has the grab rail. Well, then you, on the outside, that's called a guardrail. Okay. Um, on a commercial site, that has to be 42 inches. And it has a deflection rating. It has to be built a certain way for commercial. When you get into residential, they start calling it a handrail because it can, the handrail, the guardrail itself can be between 34 and 38 inches. Sorry, it's 38 inches on that, not 34 and 36. But anyway, so when you see um, handrails in somebody's home, Mm -hmm. they'll have that cap rail on the top or where you would grab. Mm -hmm. So that's all in the same height ratio. So that's all the stuff you learn when you start doing it. And I knew nothing about. It's interesting, those small details that we all overlook about so many things. Oh, gosh. (laughs) It's kind of stupid. I could be anywhere looking at somebody's work, looking at something that nobody else is looking at. You're at the bar, and you're having a nice beer, and you're like, look at that handrail. (laughs) Yeah. Who welded that? Yeah. Or going, yeah, that's pretty nice work. And yeah, yeah. Or, oh, I can see where they did this and did that. And I had some friends that kind of make fun of me. They'll catch me looking at something like that. And they go, what are you looking at? And like, do you really want to know? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, I, I end up doing a lot of handrails for residential and for commercial. I just did them. I just put in guardrails down at the uh, the new automated mister um, car wash down in Fountain. Okay. Uh, made all the gates for the enclosures and all that. So that was a commercial job. So you make these from scratch. I mean, you get pieces of metal and you build them. Pretty much. Okay. What, uh, what's, yeah, I, I, I buy the raw material and I fabricate. We call that fabricating. Okay, so what's what, what's what's the benefit of someone going to you besides going and getting something that's already made? Well, because I'm awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, um, so... Let's say you wanted handrails in, in your home and you wanted metal handrails. So you would come to somebody like me because you have a custom space. Every house is different. Okay. Even if you're in more of a, let's say, a cookie-cutter neighborhood, what you might also want. If you start getting into metal, when it comes to different looks, you might want more ornamental. You might want something more industrial. You mm-hmm. might want something more straightforward. And um, So that's part of the benefit of that is you get something custom mm-hmm. that you would want. And um, if you buy something like, uh, 
you know, if you go to the, the big box stores, they have some of those fencing and handrail stuff you can buy. You see them for decks or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're kits. You can cut them, and they're made out of aluminum usually, and they're just fine. I've put one up for one of my friends. Uh, yeah. I got uh, how I ended up doing that, I don't know, but um, <laughs> put it up. There's nothing wrong with the product. It's not going to be as high quality. It's not going to be um, as strong or as tough, you know, when they make it out of aluminum or something like that. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't knock another product. They all have their fr- function, mm-hmm. you know, so it's something more cost effective and something you can do yourself. Mm-hmm. If you, wanna, you know, something you're paying me to go do is, uh, you know, you have a look, you have something you want, you want me to take care of it, you mm-hmm. know, and put it all in and, and do that. You so. just take care of it all. You make it happen. <laughs> well, that's what they prefer. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They like to have somebody to call if they aren't happy, mm-hmm. too. So uh, so how long did you say you've been in, in Colorado Springs? I've been here for almost nine, uh, 11 years. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, and you came out here for, for, with, for a job, mm-hmm. and you said you got laid off in 2014? Well, I... I <laughs> I came out here and worked a couple of different jobs, but I came out here as a production planner for a manufacturing company, and okay. uh, they fell on hard times pretty quick. So mm. I was there six months and moved on to the next job. It was uh, working for a video imaging company that for the railroad. They needed somebody to harden harden the systems. Um, so they needed somebody with a machining and welding background, mm-hmm. but they were basically taking cameras and sticking them on a railroad track. So when you say harden, you mean uh, make them more durable? Yeah, okay. so that you didn't destroy expensive cameras yes. that were sitting <laughs> out in the weather and uh, you know susceptible to debris and that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And uh, what they were doing is taking pictures of the wheel sets and the brake shoes as they would travel by make the sure system. Make sure they're safe. And-, and what it would do is the system uh, had a measuring component and it can measure those items yeah. as it went by and if they were out of parameters it would flag the next station say hey you need to check brake shoe this number on this car that's cool <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool technology it was uh i mean it was a little ahead of its time a lot of things to work out in bugs but gosh mm-hmm. I, I learned so much i learned a lot i learned a lot on software and hardware yeah. side you know I started, this is like 2010 2000 late 2009 yeah i was there 2010 through 12, and then uh, after I left there, I just went back to machining. Okay. And I worked at two different places. Uh, the last one I was at, about two and a half years, I was just a CNC mill operator and, uh, you know, did custom. So you uh, paid your dues. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of done a little bit of everything over mm-hmm. the years when it comes to that, that genre. So. All right, so so I was trying to get that timeline in, in frame. So, like, 2014, your first year – uh, in business, mm-hmm. how did that look? What were some of the challenges you had to overcome? <laughs> Didn't know what I was doing. Yeah, uh, okay. Which, which is a, a daily occurrence. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a lot to learn. Um, you know, I have a business degree, business management, yeah. but nobody teaches you about running a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone's journey is different. Uh, it's it's, it's kind I mean, of custom. <laughs> there's things that you know now, and other business owners will laugh at you. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're good. Uh, you know, like... I didn't know I needed liability insurance, you know. I'm mm. like, I need that. Well, yeah. So if somebody wants to sue me, they could do that. Um, why do you Why do you need that? Well, like when I do commercial jobs, especially what I need it for, um, mm-hmm. is if something goes wrong, you mm-hmm. know, they need somebody. If that, something is inevitable so, to go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. So, um, I need I need to carry like million dollar liability uh, okay. insurance uh, on the business to cover my work. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, 
then my vehicle, I have to carry commercial insurance on it as well in case I decide to run into a building or something like that. Well, the other is a, as a business, you need to have commercial liability on your vehicle because it's attached to your business. Mm, if you use it for business at all. Yeah. Well, I heard you can't claim claim it for your business if you also use it for uh, rec- or just the regular stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to get all that because I'm not. I don't. Okay, yeah, legalese, we won't get into that. But, but <laughs> that's yeah. for someone another guest. Well, <laughs> when I st- when I started out, though, you know, I had a vehicle that I used for both, yes. for private and for uh, commercial use, and then it, it's not necessarily always required that you have it. Um, but businesses, it's becoming that they want it. You know, so you mm-hmm. just might as well carry it. Yeah, it's, um, it's just one of those things. Makes uh, sense. So, uh, yeah, but now I have my own work truck, and that's all it moves for is mm-hmm. work and then uh, my private vehicle. So so do you have any, any employees? No, I do not. Okay. Um, whenever I need help, I contract help. Okay. So I've got some other welders that I work with. Uh, that's a pretty small circle. And then... Sometimes I just need somebody to hold stuff and help carry mm-hmm. things. So. Do people contract you out ever? Uh, yeah, I've well. Whenever I do commercial work, I'm contracting for usually oh, a yeah. larger mm-hmm. entity. I'm not doing it myself because I'm not, uh, you know, I can't pull permits or anything. I'm not a licensed contractor. Oh, okay. So um, anything that requires uh, mm-hmm. permits, I would have to do that work for somebody else who can pull the permit. Okay. Um, so. That's kind of how that works. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, yeah, every once in a while I got the guy and be like, oh, we got a big job, you know, you want to come in and help on it. Mm-hmm. So we'll do some work together on something. So so when you uh, first started out, you know, not knowing a bunch of all this extra business stuff uh, that, that can be overwhelming at first, that was a big issue. Well, how about uh, getting getting clients? How were you able to do that? <laughs> I didn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I started this first big job and it, lasted about nine months and when it was over i was kind of standing there going okay Uh what's next yeah (laughs) and um you know i I give some credit to my ex-wife she just said uh you need to get a website okay i was like i don't i don't want to do that i don't know how to do that she's (laughs) like you have you have a college degree you should be able to figure this out you know (laughs) um so that's what i did i uh, went to Wix and started up a website and mm-hmm. did that in the month of April because I made about 400 bucks that month. You know, that wasn't paying the bills. So, but it has been the biggest payoff I've ever had with okay. the business. Uh, it helps, uh, especially out of state contractors find somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, How does it my, do that? Well, usually it's just a Google search. Okay. And, uh, and having a website allows you to pop up on a Google search. <laughs> yeah. And learning a few tricks with that, which is, Get your name in as many places as you can. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, get on Yelp, get on Alignable, get on um, mm-hmm. Thumbtack was one of the early ones I did. Now, I don't always, I haven't paid the membership on like that Home Advisor or anything like that, but mm-hmm. my name's on it. Okay. And what happens is a Google bot goes around and finds you in different yes. places. That's how your rating goes up. Mm-hmm. Especially They call them backlinks, I think. Yeah. So when nobody's clicking on you in the beginning... That's how you kind of go up in the Google rating. Mm-hmm. And within a year, I was number one uh, for mobile welding. If you searched in Colorado Springs, boom, I was the first one below the ads. Mm-hmm. So that's how the phone starts ringing. And, yes. Uh, so a lot of work off Fort Carson because I work by there. And, okay. Uh, yeah, and that's so. what brought me out here was work mm-hmm. at Fort Carson. Well, we were talking about that <laughs> yeah. earlier. Uh, you know, I did that. Uh, what is that hotel called? I can't remember, uh, man. They built that new hotel, and uh, that was the first really big project I did in my company. Okay. And um, 
uh, yeah, it was like three months of work. Did you contract anything out for that? Uh, I did it in conjunction with another contractor. Uh, the way they wanted to set that up insurance wise, that I, they couldn't contract under me. So yeah, yeah, and you don't, you're not even licensed. So. They contracted next to me, basically. Okay. And, uh, yeah, uh, Justin Haney uh, out of Pueblo. Um, okay. Give him a little plug. He's a good kid. Uh, came out. It was, I think, the first welding job for his business. And, oh, uh, wow. So he would come out. He was working full time, and he would come and weld when he had time to weld, and the rest of it I did. So okay. I did all the columns and the walls uh, for that building. And Oh, when you say working full-time, he was working full-time at a different yeah. job that wasn't his business. <laughs> yeah, he had, <laughs> okay. a, he had a full-time position. Oh, wow. And uh, he was starting his business on the sides. So okay. Yeah, hard-working young man. So. so did you bring anyone, any other, like, employees to help you out? No. Okay. No, no. I, I usually try and figure out how to do that myself. Okay. Um, I have no issue with training people and such. It's just more about efficiency yeah. when it comes to the business. Um, I mean, eventually that may happen and mm-hmm. grow. I'm going to have to hire people. Yeah, it's it's um, something that can be can be kind of scary to relinquish that trust on with someone else. <laughs> but it, it's that, and it's just time consuming as well. <laughs> the, the time you got to make it worth its value, mm-hmm. and uh, so like. This last week, uh, it's been on Facebook a little bit. I added a driveway on to my place. See, my, my shop's in my house. Uh, okay. It's the garage. You know, I'm a small uh, outfit, but it works well for me. It makes it efficient to mm-hmm. work from home. And so... There's nothing wrong with that. I may eventually build another shop there mm-hmm. or, you know, move to a bigger place. But when you go to add employees, you got to have a place for them to work. You know, you got to have... Mm. You know, I got one welder right now and one power source for it. So how would I hire another welder and we're both working in the shop? You know, mm. it's all those logistics and it just takes time. And so you just kind of add that next layer you need to, to go where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I ever want to have a really big shop or not. Yeah. I mean, um, if you're happy and comfortable with just doing it yourself. I get a winning. lot of joy out of <laughs> yeah. it. I still like doing the work. and uh, Yeah. You know, I, but I, I like all aspects of it. That's what I enjoy about my work is that I get to work with the customers. You know, I, I get to do my own books. Mm-hmm. I get to see where the money's going. Yeah. I get to make those decisions about if I move to a, another insurer or something like that. You know, I've got that control. Um, but then when I'm doing the project, you know, I get to lay it out, mm-hmm. just set up the, you know, the cut list and how we're going to put it together and, you know. Some days it doesn't go as smoothly as you want, but, you know, it's uh, it's always about the challenge. Yeah. I mean, it's also, I mean, it's really when it comes to business, it's about your goals. Uh, I mean, and w- what you want with it. Like, if if you being a one person, uh, uh, if your goal is not to be some huge corporation or, or even just a, a, a huge business or even a medium-sized business where you have, like, 100 employees, like, then... Don't do that, you know. Like, mm-hmm. why would why would you like you know even try I've, to consider that? I've seen that? some yeah. people kind of get caught in the trap of going this way and going. I, I don't like the direction the way that's going. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. always been very, I guess, intentional about what I want to do, um, and maybe a little bit slow sometimes about growth and what I you know certain things that I didn't do for a while. Mm-hmm. It was like I don't think I'm ready for that yet. But then uh, I knew I might be heading that way. Yeah, and uh, it's got a window well covers. I didn't make one for like three years. They're pretty simple to make, but I'd never made one. And I had a friend of mine, uh, and uh, he said, I need window well covers for my house. I don't really want to make those, but but it was, you know, 
I made some for him. And then are those like metal bars that go over the window? Well, these would be like the uh, expanded metal, but they're yeah, they go over the well if you have basement windows. Yeah, and you can stand on, walk on them. Okay, kind of thing. But there's other things you have to learn with that. What you know when it comes to uh, code, building code. Mm -hmm. So that's why you kind of like. I know that there's a bunch of other stuff mm -hmm. I need to know. So let's make sure I know what I'm doing before somebody comes to me as a business to provide that service. Cause that's one thing is you're trying to build a reputation is that you want to be the guy that, that does it right or can do it as well as anybody else can do mm -hmm. it. You know, I, I get handed projects all the time that are quite odd. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, you ever seen this before? And you're like, no, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. For but, sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, I've made branding irons before. I've never made a branding iron, but uh, probably didn't make it the way a blacksmith would, but I made Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I think I can make something out of metal that you can get hot and burn it into something, you know? So so what's the difference between uh, a blacksmith and what you do? Uh, blacksmith is more metallurgical. They're, they're about moving steel and shaping and forming, taking, mm -hmm. taking raw steel and making it into something. Um, so, like, you've seen Forged in Fire or something like that where they're making the knives. You know, mm -hmm. That's blacksmithing. That's taking a piece of steel and turning it into something else. Okay. Um, you know, uh, and they're doing it with heat, uh, you know, heat and cooling process and, and hammering and that kind of thing. Um, so, in the handrail world, that's the kind of guy you want to call if you're getting into really nice. Like swirls and like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're getting into the fancy stuff. Okay. That's the guy you want. Um, because they're going to make you something that mm -hmm. you envision, and it'll be all handmade. Mm -hmm. So, so I would never insult the blacksmith with what I do. They're they're quite good at what they do okay. to be doing <laughs> it. Um, so, so yeah. So so, what are some of the coolest projects you've done? Oh, coolest projects. Uh, well, the hotel was yeah, was yeah. a good one. And what did um, you do in that hotel? Like the handrails? No, what I did in that is this hotel had five hundred and two columns. And all the joints had to be welded at each level. It's a five-story building. Okay. So as they put in a new column, put plates on it, I would weld the plates together. Okay, so you that. go in there and just apply a bunch of heat and, you know. Uh, it was stick welding. That's what I'm certified in for my structural welding. And this okay. is all inspected work. So it has to be done to certain mm -hmm. specifications. They have a drawing. They say they want this bead size, this long of a bead, you know. Yeah. Uh, we, we call that what you weld is a bead. And uh, so... Uh, yeah, so it was a uh, it was a good project. It yeah. was, uh like I say, it was the first big one that I took mm -hmm. on. It was a big jump, and you know. Uh, and what's a business. if you don't mind uh, sharing, what's like a price range for for a job like that? Well, I mean, uh, can vary. Um, that ended up being a forty two thousand dollar job. Oh wow! For three months. Uh, <laughs> wow, <for mobile>. good man. <laughs> well, the truck is a hundred dollars an hour. You know. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a reason. It's got equipment on it. It costs mm -hmm. money. You know, so you then, were renting the truck? No, it's my own truck. Okay. Um, but that equipment costs money to, to purchase. You know, and, okay. And upgrade. But they're also paying for my certification mm -hmm. is what they're paying for because that will be inspected by a, a CWI, which is a certified weld inspector. They come through. Yes. They take a look at everything. And they stamp it going, yeah, that's good. It's yes. compliant. There what are. is your truck? Uh, it's not a it's not a regular truck. <laughs> yeah, it's a utility box truck. Okay, you know, like you'd see for the city. Kind okay, of thing. It has Sweet. a big welder on the back. It's sexy. Okay, you know? <laughs> it has a big welder on the back. Like, what do you mean? Like, it's in the truck? 
Uh, it's in the back, in, okay. the, uh, in the bed. Yeah. I thought you were like putting like a like an image on the top of the truck or something. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Uh, uh, it's a welding machine. Okay. It's a generator. <laughs> Basically, it's a portable generator that takes two leads. It'll have a ground and a positive, and uh, or a negative and a positive, and you put an electrode on your positive side. Mm-hmm. Well, it depends on what process you're in. Uh, that that gets a lot more technical. But anyway, uh, with stick welding, um, it's it's an electrode you put it in the holder. And, Mm-hmm. You, that's your consumable uh, that you're welding with. Um, okay. See, I've, I'm not, not very familiar with welding at all. No, that's fine. i got to make sure that's still going. All right, cool. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, um, other projects uh, for District 11, I redid the uh, – Isn't that a movie? For uh, <laughs> The District, uh, yeah. Um, but no, District, oh, District 11, 9 is what I was thinking. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, uh, the school district yeah, yeah. here, uh, District 11, had me do the Gary Berry Stadium over at uh, Constitution and um, um, Circle. Sorry, I'm getting away from there. Are oh, you good? Um, but they needed new handrails, guardrails on it. So mm-hmm. I cut out all the old stuff and put up new ones. It was 630-some foot of guardrail that we put up there. And, uh, you know, they renovated the whole stadium. And, you know, mm-hmm. They were happy. So I was happy. Yeah. So do you make more money working for yourself than you did at a job? Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, that's the thing about <laughs> entrepreneurship. Um, no, I, you know, the last couple of years, it's been pretty comparable. I mm-hmm. mean, you have a business, so you know sometimes, you know, what the income is and the other benefits of having a business. But, um, yeah, uh, no, it, it's been good. Mm-hmm. I, I can't complain. Nice. So uh, so, so, where do you want to go go with this business? Which, what's your goals for it? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> just want to keep working. I just want to get, I, I wouldn't mind getting to that point where I'm too busy that I can't handle it and I need to bring somebody. You have to. Yeah, I'm getting there. Like, I'm because, excited for that. <laughs> well, I've always felt this way about growth, which is I don't want to have employees or bring anybody in that I can't help them support their family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's very yes. important mm-hmm. to me that you. There, there's some places that I think are a little more laissez-faire with it, you know, that they, uh, you know, we slow down, we lay them off and we try mm-hmm. to keep, and I've worked for some places that are much easier with doing that. And then I've worked for places that it's like everybody in the management up to the owner took a cut, you know, to keep everybody working while it was slow. And that's the kind of owner I want to be is, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I just, uh, that's more important to me is the people and the mm-hmm. relationships with all that. It's the same thing with, with the business itself. It's been a lot more, you know, things that I enjoy about it were things I didn't think I would, you know, would be that big a deal to me. So, um, but, you know, working with the customers has always been, you know, the big bright spot. Mm-hmm. Um, when somebody sees a product that you're done with and they're really happy with it, mm-hmm. you know, that makes you feel good about what you've done. Um, you yeah, know, definitely. I, I've, I've had, you know, I had a customer one time call me. Uh, him and his wife were in a little disagreement over color. Took about a month. And I remember telling the guy that day, he's a very large man. I said, you'll end up doing the color she wants. And he's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> about a month later, <laughs> I get a phone call. He goes, we need to go sit down at Panera Bread. <laughs> and I go in and he goes, you know, I've only made that woman cry three times in 25 years. And he goes, last week was the third time. And I go, so we're painting them black. And he goes, yep, we're painting them black. So I uh, did that. And he sent me a text later that night, and he said, my wife's been sitting here for two hours drinking 
or a bottle of wine, looking at those handrails. Okay. She's just, <laughs> she just in love with them. That is an awesome And, you know, yeah. you get an experience like that, and it makes it all worthwhile. For sure. But, yeah, uh, man. You know, um, I do. Uh, I'll plug one place, uh, Next Day Access. They're a national. I know. I know the Bean. Uh, is, uh, David uh, Bean? David uh, Viner. Viner. Okay. It's been a while since, since I've, I've, I actually met him at the Power Connector. Yeah. Uh, he'd yeah. be a good person <laughs> to have on. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, Next Day Access is a national franchise uh, company. Oh, okay. If I remember correctly. And he has the local franchise. Mm-hmm. But I make grab rails for them. that They go outside of the home. So, but what they do is they uh, supply products in the home for handicapped and the elderly. Yes. And uh, so whenever whenever they have something that goes out on the porch or the patio, we just do a grab rail as long as it's, there's some rules about compliance with that. Mm -hmm. Um, As long as the patio is no more than 36 inches off the ground, it can be a grab rail, just, just a rail that you grab onto. Once you get over 36 inches, you have to have a guard rail. Mm -hmm. So you have to have the pickets. Um, so anyway, I make those for them, and uh, we have a deal, and I, you know, I go install them, and quite honestly, is, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty impactful. Yeah, when you meet people that haven't been out of their home for two months by themselves, mm-hmm. and and not because of COVID, because they're disabled or elderly. Yeah, right? um, I had a woman the other day actually started crying while mm-hmm. I put in this grab rail. I mean, I had to walk away. It's like, you know, it's a little yeah. overwhelming. <laughs> But she's like, you don't know what this means to me, but I've been doing it for three years and I hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a, a gal that was handicapped three weeks ago that um, I put in for her. And um, yeah, it's impactful. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so those are the things I really enjoy. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a good thing. So yeah, yeah, cool, man. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so I guess we can start wrapping up the show. Okay. Uh, yeah, is there anything specific that you'd like to promote today? Well, I thought about that. You had that on the, the form when I mm-hmm. filled that out. and you know, So I've kind of pushed one business. But what I really wanted to promote was people trying to do this themselves, you know, a business, not well, necessarily what I do, but to go for it and to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, we need more entrepreneurs. We we need more small businesses. It's what makes a small or, or makes a strong economy, especially local economies. Um, I just tell people, if you wanted to do it, don't let anybody talk you out of doing it. For sure. You know, get around the right people. Not even yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and there's some people that are more self-motivated than others. Um, you know, for me, I started really, I thought about it, but I was always afraid to try. You know, I had a high, what, what do they call it, risk aversion. You know, I was afraid of failure okay, of, of yeah. the business. And uh, I just tell people, you know, you'll you'll find out more about yourself and your character. Um, it'll bring more happiness to your life. It'll bring more stress. It can be tough on relationships, you mm-hmm. know. I, I won't lie about that. But um, we, just, we just need more people working for themselves. I agree. It's much more satisfactory uh, to your life mm-hmm. than you do. Especially when you can do something that you're good at and that you love or have a passion, passionate mm-hmm. about. And yeah, you'll learn certain things about yourself that you didn't know yeah. you could be or do. You know, when I first started, you asked me, uh, uh, you know, a big pivotal moment in my business was after that first big job, I went to a networking uh, venue. Suzanne Craig, I'll never forget her. Great woman. She passed away this last year. Oh. But uh, she said she ran this group, and she said, we need to go out and have coffee. 
so I can learn what you do in your business so I can help you out. And we sat down, and she's kind of asking what I do. Mm -hmm. I still don't know exactly what I do at this point. Okay. You know? I know I make stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, she goes, well, I know a blacksmith. I said, okay. Well, I'm not really a blacksmith. Okay, but that might be – I didn't understand the networking mm. possibilities of it. Said she knew somebody else that did, like, fences. I, well, I don't do fences, you know. And she finally looks at me, and she goes, what the hell do you do? <laughs> and uh, what she meant was this. You better far, start figuring it out. Mm -hmm. You know, because I was making excuses, like, yes. well, I don't have this kind of equipment to do that, and I don't have this to do that and everything. And she, you need to figure it out, mm -hmm. or, or you're going to fail. And – what I figured out that day was to quit being afraid of some of those jobs that I, you know, sometimes you veered away from mm -hmm. and just go, boy, they, they rang your phone for a reason because they thought you're somebody that can help solve their problem. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it may be new, it may be scary, but you know, that was the biggest thing I learned starting out of the gate with, with the business. And that's what I would tell people is just don't be afraid to try. Mm -hmm. People call you for a reason to do a job. You have the same deal mm -hmm. you know there's other people that do what you do but they're calling you for a reason and exactly. they may have something completely new that you haven't done before but you're like i got a pretty good idea how this should be done mm -hmm. yeah. exactly so. yeah with one of the videos i just recently did mm -hmm. i had that kind of feeling but you know i was excited to do it and it was yeah. like yeah and that's what <laughs> it turns into after a while is you you don't have the anxiety over it anymore mm. it's like it's another day in the rodeo you know i i call Everybody asked me what my plan is when I start out in the day, and I said, I just hope to not be on plan C by noon. You yeah, <laughs> nice. And uh, so that's just, uh, that's the way it is, and that's mm -hmm. why I enjoy what I do. For so. sure. And yeah, this podcast, it's uh, it's kind of mission statement in a way. It's to help encourage people who may want to start a business or people who are already in business, but uh, who may want to start a business and let them have this whole repertoire of all these different business owners and how, what they did and different industries and all that and really uh, help them understand what give them the the inspiration the motivation and education that they need mm -hmm. to, to just pull the trigger and, and, and that, do that <laughs> and that's what you tell anybody is starting out any business anytime I see something that's new and doing something I think that they're you know doing something good and positive I'm like whatever I can do to help you I mean, for sure, because we we all need it at mm -hmm. times, and uh, believe me, it's uh, it, you know. So I just encourage people to go out and try it. You mm -hmm. know, you don't want to have a what if later in life or something. So yeah, with this podcast, uh, getting this space downtown, I wasn't even ready for it. I was like, like I can't afford that. Like I can't, mm -hmm. I can't get a place downtown. I I got other bills, mm -hmm. but I was like, I need, I need to make it happen. I have, yeah. I had a big vision and. <laughs> Well, that's one of the reasons I wanted to come on here. I'd met you last February yeah. and thought you were a heck of a good young person. And Thank you. <laughs> I, I saw that you were advancing towards this, you know, what was it, back in May? And that kind of, when you started talking about doing this, if I remember right. Um, uh, the podcast? Yeah. Uh, we were actually already doing it. Uh, well, yeah, but I, I, think, it I was, think we even talked about it at Power Connectors because uh, what's his uh, yeah, name? Yeah, I think it was an idea at the time. It was, still, it was it. still going. Yeah, it and, was still uh, going. I started it in uh, December, actually, and it was weekly. Oh, okay. And okay. I was doing it only weekly, and it was going to the going to the businesses, uh, their offices, their their whichever. And I would do it once a week, and then COVID happened, and I was like, I'm just gonna put it in hiatus. And mm -hmm. then about a month okay. and a half ago, okay. I, I I got really like crazy about it. <laughs> but when you mentioned that, uh, I had a friend there, and yeah, yeah, my friend said, "Well, you you should do that." And I was like, I don't know, I don't, 
I don't like being on camera. For or that sure. Kind of thing, but. And then look at you. You reached out to me for this episode. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because I want to see you advance. I want to see you do well with this. I think yeah, it's a yeah. good thing. It's a good thing for people to get out there, get some exposure, and, mm-hmm. uh, to grow something local. So. And I think it could be, you know, for a lot of my guests uh, that I have on, I'm sure it's a lot of their first times, like, actually being professionally on camera. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> so it's like, it could, I could imagine it being... Uh, stressful for for even some people, but they're doing it anyways because they yep. they they want. <clears throat> it's just, I don't know. It's you may find something out about yourself in the episode, even if even if the episode gets no traction or no 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 exposure extra for you, you may find something out about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I and I you know sometimes I ask those questions. You know, get people thinking about certain things. I've had guests on come on uh, and say that they they the, the questions I asked got them thinking about. Some, the way they were doing things, and mm-hmm. like, so it's like that. That's awesome. Another, also another good feeling to get out of doing this podcast as well. <laughs> I, I just think I've been around for for long. Uh, been around long enough. I finally started thinking I might have something to say. Okay, so, you know, because <laughs> um, I've been asked, you know, what do you, you know, what's it like to run a business or what do you, what you do? And it's mm-hmm. like, man, there are so many different businesses out there that are run different ways. Mm-hmm. They got different products. They got a different approach. Goals. At the end of the day, if you got a product or a service that people want, a then, problem that you can you solve. can probably <laughs> stay in business. Yeah, you know, as long as you're willing to provide it and, and do that. Yeah, so. I mean, I just put 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 my one foot in front of the other and made it happen, and I, I and I, I'm surprised myself all the time at the progress I've been able to make. And you know, there's been ups and downs, and there's been times where it's like what's like uh what the hell am i doing you know <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm out here you no know, in this place where i had had no friends or no family and just trying to make something happen you know yeah. <laughs> when, when things ain't going right you can definitely feel that way like yeah. i have no friends here yeah. right <laughs> this this is a bad day and yeah. but i always try and keep it positive it's just going you know what even if you have a failure just learn from that failure mm-hmm. you know I, I had a simple thing today. I, I had a gate I put up two weeks ago, and I didn't set this hinge right. And mm. it's, uh, it was kind of an oddball job, you know, just uh, you know, somebody just had something they needed me to do for them. And I didn't get the hinge set right. So I went back today, and I obviously didn't charge them for it because I didn't do it right the first time. Mm-hmm. But she's happy as – she's tickled pink now, you know. It's, That's good. It's all right, and, you it's, know. I mean, uh, problems are going to happen. And, and I should how know you, how, It's how the, you approach it. Here's the thing. I should know how to put a gate together by now and how to it put happens, one up. But, you're just like, but that's you do part know of, how. Yeah. But that's one of the things I would tell people is you can have failures, but if you handle it right yeah, and handle your customers, you know, they know that you're genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it turned out to be a positive because I bet you that that person will refer me to the neighbor, mm-hmm. you know, at some point. Oh, you need that fixed? I know this guy. Yeah. It's about relationship building is what I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, I, I just wanted to come here, and that's my biggest thing is just wanted to promote uh, people. Take the risk. Take, mm. take a shot. For know? sure. Put in the hard work, and, uh, you know, there can be a big reward. And it isn't always financial. It's uh, in just, you know, for your life. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I appreciate you uh, uh, reaching out, and I appreciate you coming on the show and, and uh, sharing what you do. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll wrap it up. Uh, this has been the Colorado Springs Business Podcast, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. <laughs> All right.